welcome back to another Spill the Tea podcast. I am your host, Jordan. Today is May 18th, 2020, and it's a very crummy day outside. I advise to stay inside. I will be with all my good snacks. And guess what? Yet again, I am alone. Does anyone out there during this pandemic want to come on the show? You know what? Undertaker, come on the show. Let's do this. So this brings me to our first topic of today. The enigma of Undertaker versus Undertaker, 1994. The inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. So Undertaker versus Undertaker. Let's decode this enigma of Undertaker. So... The sheer enigma around the event makes it entertaining today and even back then because the mystery of the Undertaker's, quote-unquote, was solved during the highlight match, SummerSlam 1994, where Paul Bearer pulled out his trademark urn, that fat-ass dude, which lit up upon being opened after which Undertaker had entered the ring. So all of a sudden there's two Undertakers in the ring. And one was supposed to be an evil person or an imposture. Um, But apparently it was supposed to be Undertaker fighting himself in the ring, which if you read the article that I have tagged in my bio says that This match will never be able to be recreated. You just put two of the same looking people in the ring. Who in the fuck are you getting your facts from? How can this not be recreated? If I'm fighting in the ring, I'll find some other fat dude with a beard. Boom. Twin. Fight me right now. But you know what's funny about The Undertaker? is when he rolls his eyes back and sticks out his tongue and then he clenches his hand probably his ass cheeks too but he does this in the game like in all the WWE games on Raw, on Smackdown during SummerSlam all those pay-per-views but easily my favorite WWE game of all time is WWE Smackdown vs. Raw 2011 so coming back to The Undertaker my friend Frank always uses The Undertaker when we play this game I think the last time we played this game had to have been a couple years ago but I know it was on the Playstation 3 so you know that's pretty old considering the PS4 is out And the PS5 is soon to come out. But, anyway, back to The Undertaker. Um, Frank always used The Undertaker in our matches on PlayStation. And the matches that we would play was either called Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, or a ladder match. So, we would play for the money in the bank contract 
and Money in the Bank is like a contract that WWE players sign that if they beat somebody in a match where they go to cash in the Money in the Bank, they get the contract and the money that's supposed supposedly in the bank, but guess what? There's usually nothing in the bank. But getting back to tables, ladders, and chairs, they hang this money in the bank. It actually looks like a briefcase. It's either red or blue, and it says money in the bank on the top. They suspend it in the air above the ring, and you're supposed to use the ladders, which there are two ladders on each side of the ring, and either tables, another ladder underneath the ring, sledgehammer, bamboo stick, bat, and a chair that all usually sit underneath the ring that you can use at any moment. You can also put the action on somebody and put their head or the leg between the chair and then just fucking step on it and boom. It doesn't kill them, but they're down there for a while rolling back and forth, but they don't get up. So what you're supposed to do is climb up the ladder and grab the money in the bank. You unhook the money in the bank. Boom, you get the money. They win. Well, back to The Undertaker again. Frank would always use The Undertaker, but his plan was to make his Undertaker character stand at the top of the ladder. So you climb all the way up the top of the ladder and stand there and wait for my brothers either taylor julian or i to run with our guy past him and he would like fucking basically rko you to the ground while jumping off the ladder but like the funny thing was he could jump off the ladder from anywhere could be all the way across the fucking arena and he would get you what the fuck but my favorite wrestler of all time and in the game Obviously, CM Punk with the signature go-to-sleep GTS kick. Um, my younger brother, Julian, would pick John Cena, obviously, where he had that fucking move where he would, like, fucking run and jump at you and hit you with his shoulder. It was like a power shoulder. You couldn't even get up off the ground. He'd be hitting you with that dumbass shoulder. So fucking stupid. It was like a cheat, basically. Um, and then my older brother, Taylor, always picked his own player that he made, who was an astonishingly 99 overall, ripped as shit, tall as shit, wore a Santa hat, sunglasses, also had a dollar sign painted on his fucking chest. Biggest cheat in this fucking game, any, of any WWE game ever. But let's get back to The Undertaker, because he was probably one of the best players in the game, with or without Frank playing as him. But the funny thing was, it's like Frank didn't even give a shit about winning. He just wanted to fucking jump off the ladder and RKO your ass. Didn't care at all. About the money in the bank winning or whatever. Shit was too funny. Man, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I feel like that I should go out and set this PS3 up again. And play it again. Because that game was too fun. 
And y'all should just go and buy a PS3 just to play this goddamn game. That's how fun it is. But man, you will not regret it. So let's get to more news about WWE. Um, CM Punk might be coming back to WWE to wrestle. And I'm fucking stoked, people. This guy had such an impact on WWE. It's amazing. I feel like this would be a huge draw for anyone who likes WWE or probably just me because I like CM Punk. But he was hands down my favorite wrestler. But anyway, that's enough about WWE for today. So let's move on to our first question of the day. Uh, This question comes from your friend and mine, Frankie Panky, Frank. So Frank asked, what is the deal with sardines? Hmm. That's it. All right. You want to know what the deal is? They're fucking disgusting. Yes, I said it. For anyone who likes sardines, I'm sorry. But I I just can't fucking do it. You're fucking disgusting. If you like sardines. I'm just kidding. But they do look nasty. And some people eat them with like crackers or plain. And I don't fucking see the craze about it. Or with like mustard or some random ass shit like that. Let me just wrap it in a fucking pickle. No. Get that nasty shit out of here. And it's not like sushi. Sushi's bomb. And it's mixed with other things. It's not just eating the fucking fish raw. And I don't understand how you can eat that little fish without skinning it or taking the bones out of it or whatever the fuck you do with a sardine. Some of them do come in oil, which is also disgusting. So I really don't know what the deal is with sardines, but I fucking don't like them. So let's move on. Good question, Frank. So, also, Frank might be a guest next week or this weekend, so stay tuned for that. Um, my next question comes from my brother Taylor, and his question was, why are the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 being priced between four and six hundred dollars? The only logical thing I can think of right now is the PlayStation 4 Pro runs at about 399 so over 400 But starting at 500 for a game console is fucking ridiculous. And I thought 300 for a Nintendo Switch was outrageously priced. I think that with the Xbox and PS5 coming out, that the Xbox Series X will obviously be cheaper than the PS5 because history, as you know, repeats itself. But Microsoft did release a thing saying that the new Xbox Series X is supposed to be like the most powerful gaming console ever. And it also stands upright and not laying down, but you could do that with your Xbox right now if you wanted to. It's just like a conversion stand. It's fucking stupid either way. So, I honestly don't know why these are so expensive. Um, But that starting price of $500 will be paid by the gamers and the nerds because they live for that type of shit. And if if they get their new Xbox Elite Series X 
or whatever the fuck you want to call it, or the PS5 before old Billy Boy over there, they're going to be king shit of the nerds. King of the nerds. So, obviously, they're going to buy it. I probably won't buy it. I don't even know. But, PlayStation and Microsoft know they can jack up their prices about their like game consoles and their games and the accessories because people will simply pay it. And I probably will pay it because... He's a big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? Yes, I am an idiot. And I probably will pay it because soon enough, the Xbox One and PS4, PS3, Xbox Original are going to become obsolete. And by obsolete, I mean they will not exist anymore. They will exist, but there will be no online platform for them to game. But the only thing I can see keeping that alive is the Xbox Live. Um, PS3, you didn't have to pay. That's still going on. There still are servers for that. PS4, you do have to pay. Leave that $60 as well. But again, all things do come to an end. Um, so, Microsoft and Sony, my message to you, if you want people to continue to buy your games and consoles, make your gaming platform or the games cheaper because $70 a game is ridiculous. Or someone else, Elon Musk, whoever the fuck, needs to come out with a cheap cool new gaming platform and console with games that kick ass that are cheap love cheap shit and this fucking $70 for a game is ridiculous so my message to you all of you out there if you really want something that bad you're gonna have to dream about it because then you'll buy it not for 500 but for $700. Shout out Justin. You know what I'm talking about. Speaking of Justin, he actually had another question for this week. He asked, do you think that this lockdown was lifted too soon? I 110% believe this lockdown was lifted too soon. I was just at Costco yesterday. And there's a sign propped up in the middle saying, please practice social distancing with some arrows saying, stay six feet away. As there's like fucking 1,000 people in the store and people are up your ass probably sniffing that shit. What the actual fuck, America? But we were not ready to be fully open as a whole state. And the people who went back to not washing their hands, sanitizing, or social distancing, you deserve to be fucking bitch slapped. And to make matters worse, people aren't social distancing. They're going back to their old habits. Only some places are still being sanitary. Everything's back open. It's all going to crumble. There's going to be a second wave of coronavirus, and we're all going to be fucked back into this corner like we are currently. This just makes me wonder of how many people were not washing their hands before or being sanitary at all. It honestly disgusts me. It's fucking disgusting. So thank you, Justin, for that thought-provoking question and to get me rolling. And if you have any answers to any of these questions that were asked today, 
or you have an opinion on them, I'd love to hear them. DM me or email me at spillthetsc at gmail.com. So our last question of the day, last but not least, comes to you and I from the one and only Big Willie style, my good friend Willie. The question he asked was, was Steve Irwin Coyote Peterson's idol while he was growing up? My answer to that question is probably yes. Um, for those of you who don't know who Coyote Peterson is, he is an American YouTube personality, wildlife educator, and host of Animal Planet's new series, Coyote Peterson, obviously, Brave the Wild. He is best known for his YouTube content, which includes animals stinging and biting him. So this guy's a fucking psycho is who he is. And just recently, he was stung by a Japanese giant hornet, which is like the size of a tennis ball. No joke. Size of my fist, basically. So when you get stung by this hornet, it releases venom. It's not like um, a normal bee or anything like that. And apparently it's really excruciating, so it'll shoot excruciating pain in the infected area. So, Coyote Peterson stings himself and immediately turns into fucking Popeye for one of his forearms. <laughs> but then, his forearm, no joke, it looks like immediately there's like an egg on his forearm. And it infects his whole forearm, and it basically turns it into, like, fucking rock-hard steel because it's so puffed up and inflamed. Um, these Japanese hornets can also sting more than once. It's not just like a bee where it sting one, stings once and it dies. They can keep stinging you. And Coyote Peterson has claimed that if you were to be stung more than once so say you were stung 10 times you would die because the stings and the venom is so powerful that your body would go into shock and kill you so this dude shot a video of himself also getting stung in the face he looked like the fucking hamburglar mixed with angelina jolie his fucking lips were huge man this dude also lets animals and other insects bite and sting him, which is wild. This dude's got to be fucking borderline. <laughs> borderline, I mean fucking retarded. But yeah, man, this guy is crazy. And the moral of the story is, don't go to Japan because they'll get stung by these hornets. You've just been stung! Yeah! And you will most likely die, if not get really sick, for over 48 hours. But... It looks like I'm going to head on out of here, so go ahead and follow Spill the Tea on RadioPublic.com, Breaker app, Anchor app, Google Podcasts, and last but not least, Spotify at Spill the Tea. Also, go ahead and follow my TikTok at Lord Gordy, that's L-O-R-D-G-O-R-D-Y, and I will see you all next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Peace.